You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. Charles Burns is the author of the graphic novel Black Hole. His new graphic novel is X'd Out. Thank you for joining me, Charles. Yeah. Charles, you have a very interesting sensibility of both humanity and the world. And I want to reach back a little bit and, and talk about Black Hole, where you, I think, externalize uh the adolescent fears, and in so doing, create a world and a connection to an almost Lovecraftian netherworld. Okay, well, that's an interesting take, but okay. I, I'm not a, I, I never really grew up uh, reading Lovecraft, but uh, I, I, know, I know what you're referring to, but go ahead. We'll, we'll talk about the, the um, first off, just talk about cre- externalizing the adolescent fears of disfigurement and, and being ugly and, and turning that into an actual uh, society of uh, estranged humans living out in the forest. Right. With, with Black Hole, I wanted to, um, I really wanted to write a story about that period of my life, adolescence, um, that kind of struggle that I went through, and I think a lot of, almost everybody does in one way or another. Um, and I, and I, I probably could have done a story that really um, doesn't include this idea of this teen plague or this, 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 this plague that, that affects only teenagers, but uh, I like the idea that, um, that this thing would kind of push this already difficult situation into a more extreme situation, um, kind of a catalyst for, uh, for the characters in the story uh, to, to, you know, to, to put them in a more extreme situation. Um, I've always said that, you know, perhaps the story could have been about, uh, you know, runaway kids that go, you know, form a small society out in the woods or, or, or something like that. But the idea that the, um, that this disease manifests itself in, in very physical, uh, very, uh, very intense terms, uh, was, was something that was interesting to me. Um, for example, there, there's one character who, who's, literally sheds her skin or she slips out of her skin um, at some point. And I like that idea of, uh, I don't know, I, I, my sense at that point in my life was like, I think you always want to try to reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and here you've got this, you know, you're literally, you know, shedding your skin like a snake. And, uh, and I liked uh, playing with all those kinds of ideas. Um, there's a character who's out in the woods with, with, with her friends who are, you know, are, are much more in much worse shape than she is. She's, she's overweight, but she doesn't really, she doesn't really exhibit any kind of, uh, uh, evidence of, of a disease, but you get some sense that perhaps she's out there and more comfortable with, um, these kids who have, um, you know, suddenly got this disease and they're, and they're, they've been excluded and she's been excluded and she feels more comfortable with them. Is your concept of these worlds, does it start primarily as a narrative in your mind, as a pick, or do you think of it in terms of visual? Do you, like, see the characters' faces as you draw them or draw sketches of them and from there draw the story, or does it work the other way around? It's, it's a combination of both those things, really. Um, I, I usually I work by just keeping really cheap notebooks that I won't feel intimidated by and just writing notes and, and 
you know, very more like notations of drawings, not you know, little tiny sketches, and um, and it really it really builds. So I just I I do an I, I try very hard uh, to not censor myself or edit myself in any way early on, and then slowly assemble all these notes and ideas and kind of uh, distill them down into a story. Um, there's occasionally there are situations where you've got very very um, you know very visual you know, a, a moment that's very you know very very potent visual image and that can be uh, you know like a, a portion of the storytelling um, but ideally with comics you've got this uh, you've got the ability to combine words that play off the images you've got this kind of, you've got you've got these two elements that you that at best they really complement each other. So uh, you've got you're, you're constantly using you know very potent images and playing playing them off of words. Your new uh, graphic novel, Xed Out, uh, has an incredibly uh, intense, nightmarish, dream-like feel, and I- I'm guessing that this must have started as on the visual side. And, and what I'm really interested in is, if, well, first off, uh, talk, where did these images come from well um there, there, it's it's i've been i've been out here running around uh, uh giving slide talks and kind of showing where some you know some evidence of where those things came from mm-hmm. uh, i think that there's some I, I looked at a lot of books when i was a kid i was a kid that uh um grew up in a household where my parents went to the library uh they were they were both interested in the arts and literature um so they went to bookstores, libraries, and there were a lot of things to um, to look at when I was when I was young. There was there was a period, I think, you know, probably a very formative period, uh, where I was I was in a f- fairly isolated situation. So I I needed to kind of entertain myself. I wasn't around. I don't know if it shows my books. Um, uh, <laughs> I was I was by myself, and I and I would sit and really look at a lot of a lot of books. So there was there was a there was some things that I don't even know if my parents were aware that I was looking at. Not not that it was like some horrific you know hor- horrible stuff, but there were there were. I mean, for example, there was even uh, you know a, a book that would have these really intense uh, lithographs by Daumier, which would have like, you know, I didn't know how to interpret them. I was like really young, but you'd see like a whole crowd of uh, corpses that are walking around, uh, uh, you know, very intense things. So I think that I internalized a lot of, of those images, even things that were very benign. Like uh, there were, there was this passage in a, in a Tintin book. Um, Hergé's Tintin is, is, is one of the influences on the, on the book that I'm working on. I'm, the book that just came out, Xed Up. Um, there's one image where Tintin's been kidnapped and he's down in this this basement, this kind of forbidding-looking basement, and he hears this voice, and um, it's actually coming from an intercom uh, set into the stone wall. Uh, but as a kid, I had no I, I had no reference point. I didn't have any idea what a intercom actually was. So in my mind, there was this kind of a this disembodied mouth that was kind of stuck into this wall because I, I realized that you know these were speech balloons and there was you know some dialogue coming out but I couldn't really I couldn't you know put that all together so I think that some of those kinds of images uh, I've always paid attention to those images and and um, and paid attention to my subconscious and, and made notes about those kinds of uh, those kinds of uh, I don't know not references but those kinds of uh, intense images. And that's what kind of bubbles up to the surface in this story. Um, um, 
paying attention to those kinds of those kinds of images. This new book is in color, uh, as opposed to uh, Black Hole, which is in black and white. Talk about uh, making that decision. That's a huge decision. Yeah, it was. I I, I had done. I've primarily worked in black and white um, most of my life, as far as doing my own comics. I've done I've done a lot of illustration that's in color, uh, but I've never really I've never really used it um, to tell stories. And and one thing I just, I mean for this book I was I, I really wanted to take on something that was that was new, and um, color kind of offers you offers you another set of tools for storytelling. I didn't really I didn't want to to just do a kind of colorized version of my black and white work. Um, there's 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 storytelling you can actually use with the color. Um, so that was kind of a challenge that was I was interested in and um, and that's been good. It was I think the I think initially the 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 reason for for taking on a color story was I grew up with uh Tintin books, these kind of uh the 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 format, the size of the book that um that that X'd out is it's kind of a hardbound book um color uh based on the the franco-belgian style of uh, of of comic albums that are popular over there um and i i, I always loved that format and wanted to do something like that uh doing you know a, a small series of books um so that was you know that was my that was one of the other reasons as well well, tell us how we obviously have just the first part of the story. How many other parts are there going to be, if you know, and how, <laughs> how how good and and how soon can we find the rest out the rest of it? That's the question I keep asking, uh, getting asked. Excuse me. Uh, there's going to be three books in all. Um, I'm underway with the uh, the second book. Um, I guess I guess um, the only thing I can say you know is. Delayed gratification, delayed <laughs> gratification. Um, yeah, it's it's a mystery, and I and I absolutely, you know, the first book really sets up the the, the threads of the story, the plot threads, the mystery, um, and it and it certainly does uh, stop on a cliffhanger. There's no question about that. But you know, there's a fine fine tradition there. So uh, uh, you know, hopefully everybody will be coming back for more. Oh, I imagine so. People will be lining up for the installments of this guy. Trust me. <laughs> this is advance order time. I've been speaking with Charles Burns. His new graphic novel is X'd out. Thank you for joining me, Charles. Sure. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.